Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is the show where you learn to be the master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain value, monetization strategies, how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business or gain favorable position in the search engine, power tools of the trade, and power players of the industry. Domain Masters brings it to you week after week right here on webmasterradio.fm. A new episode of Domain Masters can be heard on webmasterradio.fm Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your host. Tonight on Domain Masters, we'll be joined by Phil Kingsland. He's a Director of Marketing and of Communications at Nomnet uh, UK. Uh, this is the second episode of our series on the domain registries, or in other words, the supply side of domain names. And let me just explain to you why I think it's important that we introduce the, the registries to you. Uh, number one, um, 
most registrants, registrants are the people that uh, go register the domains. And this is true whether you're uh, a domainer that's got uh, tens or hundreds of thousands of domain names or, or you have a website and you have one or you're a web developer and you're building out domains for your customers. Um, the people that you interface with is the registrars. That's the distribution channel. That's the monikers, the GoDaddy's, the Enom's, uh, domain. It's all these different companies that, that provide uh, registration services. They're registrars. And, and they can sell any number of, of domain names, top-level domains, comms, nets, orgs, infos, uh, COUKs, uh, international uh, domain names. Um, these, you get those through the registrars. However, the registrars um, don't keep the master database of all the names. That service is being provided by what they call a registry. The registry is the supply side. You will. They don't really manufacture domain names, but you know, if there was such a thing as manufacturing a virtual piece of property, that's where it would be manufactured at. What is kept there is is a database record. The registrar or registries keep a database record, handle disputes, um, you know, manage the you know, making sure that there's only one version of that or one um, copy of that domain name authorized to a particular person at any given moment in time. That's their role. Um, why I think it's important for you to understand that and to meet these these companies is because they understand more so than anyone else the value, at least the intended value, of their top-level domain. You're registering them. You're building a brand. You're, you're investing in them. Uh, you're using them for SEO purpose. You have your, your reasons for doing that, but, but by understanding where their belief is that they have the strongest, most powerful, most competitive edge for their particular TLD. It helps to kind of govern you to the, the types of uh, TLDs that you would want to register, how best to use those names to get the most out of the, the value of that, as well as you want to know about some of the upcoming things that are coming on. They're going to affect that TLD. One of the things that I'm asking all of them to, to weigh in on every registry that I interview is, is what impact do they think um, and it's an opinion that the new GTLDs that uh, ICANN will be releasing, what impact those names will go- are going to have on existing brands, the brands that they represent. And, and it's interesting to hear their point of view on this, and, and uh, they're sharing that with you openly on this Domain app, uh, Masters episode. So again, uh, on tonight's show, we've got Phil Kingsland, Director of Marketing Communications at Nominat uh, UK. Uh, this is the second uh, episode in our series um, of uh, Meet the Registries on Domain Masters. And uh, we're going to be uh, right back with tonight's program after a short commercial break. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, (laughs) master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Our guest tonight is Phil Kingsland. He's the Director of Marketing and Communications at Nominet uh, UK. Phil joined Nominet in March of 2006. Um, he has 15 years' experience in marketing and sales for high-tech companies. He's responsible for developing and implementing uh, the marketing communication strategy at uh, Nominet, as well as raising the profile of .uk. Um, and, and def- uh, of names and defining the position in the global Internet industry. Prior to joining Nominet, Phil spent seven years with management and technology consultancy, Axon Group P- uh, PLC, where he was a head of marketing, working with a range of blue-chip clients such as Kraft Food, Transport of on- London, uh, Xerox, and uh, BP. Prior to this role, he spent time leading the sales and marketing of London's base uh, 3D Scanners Limited and uh, started his career with uh, Renaissance PLC. Phil has a joint master's in mechanical engineering and uh, management from uh, Birmingham University. So I want to welcome to Domain Masters, uh, Phil. How are you doing? Thanks very much, Victor. Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Well, I appreciate uh, Nominette being on this uh, this episode of Domain Masters, and um, as as we had discussed with you, what we're we're doing is we're um, uh, essentially introducing the registry side of the industry uh, to our our listeners, uh, and our listeners are everything from uh, domainers to you know people that are in the SEO SEM business, webmasters. Uh, affiliate, uh, you know, program managers, uh, affiliates uh, themselves, um, and as well as uh, you know, small uh, business and entrepreneurs that are listening to the show. So we know that uh, a lot of them do have an investment in the CCTLD names, and particularly, uh, you know, Co.com and Org.com names of that such. So I'm sure they're delighted to have. Uh, have Nomnet uh, represented on this uh, second edition of the uh, Meet the Registry um, session. 
Uh, our listeners know what role the registrars play because that's the that's what they normally would uh, interface with on a on a day to day basis when they're dealing with their uh, accounts. But uh, they may not be quite as uh, well versed in in terms of what a, a registry service provides. So, can you, in your own words, uh, define what a registry is and and uh, as as Nominet sees it? Okay. Uh, the registry is uh, essentially the, the, the central function. So for us in, uh, in, in .UK, we're the people that run the, the, the central part of the DNS as far as .UK is concerned. Uh, and within, uh, that's, uh, within Nominate, uh, that means that we run the, the DNS uh, for .UK and the subdomains uh, in which you can register within .UK. Um, one of the things that uh, does confuse, I think, some of the uh, the listeners that are here and, and are accustomed to uh, maybe a, a .com and a .net and a .org, but in, in the with, with country codes, with the two-digit country codes, there um, essentially each country has their own country code. So, is is there a difference between the function that that Nomnet serves uh, versus the country manager for for the um, the .uk uh, TLD. Uh, so, uh, so Nominet um, run is the is the country manager for .uk, um, okay. and uh, so we're the registry provider. And um, I, yeah, I mean, with with the guys that, that run .uk, we we run it. It's run on a different kind of basis, to or at times slightly differently to .com, .net, .org. Um, generally, uh, so th- those are considered the generic top-level domains, uh, and we're obviously a country code, uh, which means that we operate occasionally with slightly different um, processes, slightly different rules of registration, that sort of thing, uh, to how you might um, operate uh, a one of the generics, uh, and the relationship that we have, say, with uh, ICANN would be slightly different as well. Uh, so there's a range of different, uh, uh, small differences that probably come out um, as or would be experienced slightly differently uh, when it comes to actually registering domains and that sort of thing. When, when was Nominate actually formed? So Nominate was formed in 1996. Uh, we were formed pre- prior to Nominet being around. There was something called the Naming Committee, which was a collection of volunteers who actually vetted every registration that was coming through uh, for um, for domain names. Uh, there were volunteers. There was about three or four of them who, uh, essentially, in 1996, things were starting to hot up as far as domain names were concerned. To some extent, they were get um, they were getting too many registrations to continue to do that on a voluntary kind of basis. So uh, Nominate was formed out of the industry getting together and saying, okay, how can we make this work? Uh, and they set it up as a, a member-led organization um, uh, on a not-for-profit basis uh, that would take on the running of those names that were already registered. And there were about, at the time that Nominate was formed, there were about 26,000 names on the register. Uh, and they were, in the first month of registration, Nominate registered a further 1,000 um, domain. So you can see the sort of volume that was coming through at that point in time and how that was going to get slightly more challenging for uh, a voluntary committee to run. So the business was set up uh, with, with a view to, to, to handling all of those uh, registrations in a central place. Gotcha. And, and the, the TLDs, that you, how, how many TLDs does uh, Nominate currently manage? So Nominate runs the .uk TLD. 
Um, uh, and, and that's the core of what we do. Uh, we also happen to run uh, the 4.4 uh, enum registry as well uh, in the UK. Uh, but within .uk, which is probably the area of most interest to your listeners, we run a number of um, uh, of second-level domains. Uh, and, and within .uk, you can only register at that third level. So it, within .uk, you, you, you most of your uh, listeners will be aware that you register either within .co.uk, which is generally for businesses, uh, uh, within .org.uk, uh, which is more for uh, non-profits uh, uh, and charitable organisations uh, and clubs and societies and those sort of uh, organisations, uh, .me.uk, which is generally for personal use, uh, and there are a couple of others that sort of follow on from that. There's uh, some specific ones such as .ltd.uk and .plc.uk for limited companies in the UK and, um, uh, and public limited companies in the UK uh, that have slightly stricter rules around registration rules uh, and procedures. And then there are another, a number of other smaller ones that are run as well. But those are the key ones that people in the, in the marketplace will be aware of. Well, certainly anyone that uh, travels over to, to the U.K. Uh, certainly sees the uh, impact that the uh, COUK names and the other variations have, have had on uh, local brands, branded entities, uh, businesses that are using them. Uh, while you do see, uh, you know, comms and, and nets and, and orgs, um, there, there is a, certainly a, a big following and uh, a big, uh, um, you know, brand awareness of, of the Kodak. You know, com or the Kodai UK, um, you know, TLD. Uh, approximately how many of of the Kodai uh, UK names are, are registered in the world today? So, in total, there's more than eight million dot uh, UKs, and of those dot UKs, more than ninety percent of them are Kodai UK. Wow! Wow! And, so, and you and, have and some. We're currently uh, registering a rate of uh, well in excess of. Uh, 150,000 new registrations per month. Uh, one of the, the interesting things that we, we look at in, in the industry is, is how names are used. As, as you well know, you know uh, domain names can be used in so many ways, everything from building out a brand and uh, you know, developing that business personality and that online point of presence all the way down to uh, you know, uh, using them for uh, affiliate programs, using it for you know, a search engine, uh, you know, traffic uh, direct, uh, directions and um, you know pay per click advertisement. Do you have any sort of stats on on the the ways that um, that the COUK names are being used? Is the majority of them being uh, built out for brands, parked, or do you have any sort of information such as that? So uh, the information that we have around that is that um, yeah, uh, more than seventy percent resolve to an active website. So the majority of the vast majority are used and are actively used in some format. Uh, now, of those, uh, a proportion of those are uh, presented to park pages and that sort of thing. But the, but the vast majority are to an active website. The 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 kind of interesting stuff that that we do around .uk is just understanding um, people's preferences and that sort of thing. And I think it's quite interesting. So in the UK, for instance, we we, we regularly uh, test to see the preference for .uk versus say .com, uh, and uh, in the latest piece of research that we did around that, uh, we get uh, a 77% of people would say say that, uh, that they would 
if they if they're searching for information on the internet, then they'll go to a .uk in preference to a .com when it comes up in a results page, say on Google or Yahoo Search or whatever. So uh, the preference in UK for UK users tends to be for having a .uk domain uh, and going to a .uk domain. When it comes to businesses and how they position themselves um, uh, and how they how they make use of domains, what we see is that the um, the larger the business. The, uh, then, then so the, the, the preference towards .uk actually uh, wanes slightly. But the, the, the smaller the business, so one to nine people in a business, uh, more than 90% of people would have a preference for choosing a .uk to promote their business. Uh, as you head up to sort of 500 to 1,000 people, it heads to more to sort of 50-50. Um, so so there's, a, um, there's a real preference for a .uk as if you're a local business and you have a local presence, obviously the bigger you get, then the more likely you are to be wanting to position yourself in a more multinational kind of way, and hence there's fewer people that would actually choose the .uk as their core brand in that respect. So that's a couple of interesting kind of facts around .uk and how the market perceives and how people within the market perceive .uk and the usage of it. One of the... the Concerns I know that our, our listeners uh, have who have invested a lot of uh, over the years and, and GTLDs uh, certainly invested uh, many of them invested in the uh, um, in, in the uh, CO uh, UK names and, and org UK names and they're they're concerned with the the new um, ICANN GTLDs when when they're released within the next couple of years and what impact it may have in terms of, of demand of, of the names that they currently own, the brands that they currently have. Um, and, and I'm asking this question of, of all, you know, registries, and I appreciate, you know, nominates. I know it's just an opinion, but in, in your opinion, do you think that the new T, uh, GTLDs that uh, ICANN release will have uh, an effect on any of the TLDs at uh, second-level domains that you have? Will it increase demand, decrease, or do you think it would have no effect? Well, it's an interesting topic, the new GTLDs. I mean, for a start, they, the, the, I mean, the, the talking about them has been going on for a fair amount of time. Uh, and um, over the years, that, that, you know, way back, they, uh, ICANN have introduced a small number of new TLDs. Uh, generally, when those new ones have been introduced, we haven't seen a negative impact on, uh, on the existing registry. So, uh, for instance, the introduction of .eu didn't suddenly mean that there were less uh, .uk's being sold. Um, my uh, my personal opinion is that as you increase the uh, the the number of options available in a marketplace, so you increase actually the overall market size generally. So I don't, I don't imagine it's going to have a negative impact uh, on any of the registries as they currently stand. I think. Um, there may be certain communities that some of the new GTLDs do serve particularly well, uh, and uh, and it really will, it really does remain to be seen as to how many people choose to go down the route of offering new GTLDs, what the the new GTLDs sort of how they position themselves, and and how crowded the market space gets as well. Uh, obviously, registrars particularly are going to have to consider what. Uh, new TLDs they really want to promote and push uh, and registrants themselves you know I think that for 
for most registrants, they have a very clear understanding of, of the brands that exist in the, GTLD, in the TLD space at the moment. So they understand when they see a .com, they understand when they see a .co.uk. They, they, they know what it means and it has some meaning to them. So generally a .co.uk tends to mean that it, uh, it's a, it's good. if you're based in the, lo- in the UK, it's going to be a local business. Uh, and, and that's the, the feeling that people will get from having uh, that uh, association with that domain. Um, so the other, the other aspect of it is that with any of these new GTLDs as to when they, when they come in, the interesting thing will be uh, to see how long it is before they really truly become established. We tend to have this thing where we say um, that when you see an advertisement on the back of a bus that includes that new TLD at the end of the domain name, that's the point at which you know it's starting to take off. Right. Uh, well, well said. Well, we're going to be breaking for a few commercials, and when we return, we're going to be learning more in our Meet the Domain Registry series with Phil Kingsland, who's the Director of Marketing and Communications at Nominet UK. My name is Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find the direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com slash WMR. That's egrabber.com slash WMR. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, (laughs) master of my domain. Here's your host. 
Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Tonight, we're joined by Phil Kingsland. He's the Director of Marketing and Communications at Nomnet UK. As we continue our Meet the Domain Registry series, I want to welcome you back to uh, this segment of the show, Phil. Thanks, Victor. Um, in the top half of, of the show, uh, we, we heard Phil describe what the registry function is, what uh, Nominet's role within the marketplace is, the, uh, the TLDs that they serve, um, and it, about how many uh, TLDs were registered. How much was that number again in, in terms of uh, total COUK names that are registered, Phil? So there's more, uh, more than 8 million UK wow. domains okay. So it's a, it's a substantial number of uh, names that yeah. are registered. We talked about the different ways that they were used as well, and Phil even kind of profiled it based upon, you know, how different businesses do it based upon their business size, which I think was an, an excellent point. Um, and certainly if you're doing business in, in the U.K., uh, it, it makes very, very solid sense to to have uh, a COUK or an org.uk, depending upon what kind of business or organization that you are uh, registered or representing your, your brand. It, it certainly is uh, you know speaks volume on the local community, and you see that when you travel over there. Um, and, and Phil also shared with us his uh, opinion of what uh, the new GTLDs might, uh, you know, the challenges they'll have coming to the market and the impact that they'll have. Um, on, on established uh, TLD brands in, in the marketplace, and uh, as, as you stated, uh, you know, once you start seeing the new TLDs on, on the back of buses and on TV commercials and hearing them on the radio, then you know, then you know they're beginning to have an impact. But until that point, it's probably the established brands are going to continue to thrive and, and do well. Um, Phil, is that a pretty good summary of, of what we talked about in the top half? Is there anything sure. you'd like to yeah. add to that? Yeah, that definitely covers it. Well, one of the uh, one of the things I want to uh, have you talk about now is uh, tell us more about uh, you know nominate some key things maybe that are coming up uh, in terms of uh, this upcoming year, whether it be events or anniversaries, um, you know places where you could be interacting with your customers. You got something that you'd like to share with our listeners uh, regarding nominate specific? Sure. Um- I guess there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of things. There's a general thing uh, if you're a registrar of nominate. So if you're a registrar of nominate, then you'll know probably, although if not, then it might be useful information that we, we do, um, from, a, from a systems perspective, we're always doing a lot of work just to make sure that our systems are, uh, are meeting the needs of our registrars uh, and our registrants uh, to, the, to the best of our ability. And so we do regular system updates uh, to help increase functionality, improve usability, uh, and generally make the experience uh, a better experience for any of our registrars. Um, uh, so, so there's some work that will be going on with that. If, uh, if, you're, if you are a registrar and you're listening, then um, the, we, we do regular updates to our website to let people know what's going on there. But probably the, the, the one uh, big thing that's probably far more of interest to some of your listeners, uh, and it will be a probably a, a small group of them, but there will be also some that from a, just from a pure interest point of view, it might be of interest. There's, uh, we're running a consultation at the moment, and that consultation is on the release of uh, certain reserved names that Nominate hasn't released in the past. And those particular names are uh, a number of two-letter, one-character, uh, and, and a couple of other reserved uh, domains that have been, uh, that for previous technical reasons, weren't released. Uh, and, uh, and those technical reasons have, uh, have been resolved. And so that we've got to the point where our, our policy 
advisory body, so we have a, uh, a body that has uh, given us advice uh, uh, from a policy perspective, and they've said, okay, now's the time to release these domains. Um, so we're going to be releasing, or we have the potential to release these domains, and we're consulting on that particular process and how we might go about it. So right now we're running a consultation. So anybody that's got um, you know, two-letter trademarks um, uh, or, or one-letter trademarks, those sort of organisations may well have an interest in, um, in in this particular release. And what we're consulting on is the release procedure uh, and uh, and the principles of how we should actually go about running that uh, the, that release uh, and looking at um, how uh, looking for information as to how uh, the the community believe that we should go about running that. Uh, and we've got a consultation that's running on our website at the moment uh, for people to give us their feedback. Uh, so, so that that's probably the, the biggest thing that's going on at the moment that people might be uh, might be of interest. We do run events uh, and various things during the year. The majority of the things that we do are for the registrar community uh, because they are the people that go on and uh, and register domain names on behalf of registrants. Uh, so we run uh, a number of registrar information days during the year, and we also run a .uk registrar conference once a year, usually in November time. Uh, so if you're in the registrar community and you're interested in that type of thing uh, then do get in touch and uh, uh, and we'll tell you about what there is to come along to uh phil well we want to thank you for being on this episode of domain masters and and, and being a part of our meet the register our registry series how can listeners uh, learn more about nominet after this um after this interview uh, the best place to go, obviously, is our website. Uh, and so if they want to go along to www.nominet.org.uk, uh, they'll find out uh, uh, a huge amount of information from that site. Outstanding. So, again, I want to uh, thank Phil Kingsland, who's the Director of Marketing and Communications at Nominet UK, for being on this uh, edition of Domain Masters as we take a look at the domain registries. Thank you very much, Phil. Thank you very much, Victor. Well, folks, we've come to the close of another edition of Domain Masters, a radio show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. All of our shows are archived at webmasterradio.fm as well as podcasts on such popular locations as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. Come back to webmasterradio.fm next week for another informative Domain Masters episode. Till then, best wishes, and I hope that you're each the master of your domain. Have a good night, folks. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.